You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Carter Burwell. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the Creative Processes projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. Do you, you just produce sounds? Um, well, so I usually what I do is I, I look at the film and then I go away from the film. I will watch the film. But when I'm writing, I usually begin away from the film. I don't want to be watching it. I don't want to be too locked into a particular scene or, or honestly to the film itself. I really just want to be thinking about the film and thinking about, as I say, the sort of emotional, dramatic issues that the film presents. And I sit usually at the piano. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and there are a number of themes in Carol that came in different ways. There's this one theme that is almost like a hymn. We were talking about hymns in True Grit. It's almost like a hymn and it's just supposed to present the, this the spiritual level of what's of what's going on that um, because the way the film is shot it's very um, a lot of times the film is even shot through panes of glass colored glass or dirty glass it's like scenes like that. There's also a scene where uh, so that's what provoked me to write something that's almost hymn-like. There's another scene in which um, Carol sorry, Therese first goes for a ride with Carol to her house and it's shot with these very tight close-ups of so that Therese is just she's almost in a she's in this heightened state where she just sees Carol's gloves or she just sees the radio or she just, you know, it's these very, like, like your vision has been like, you know, um, contracted mm-hmm. and, um and I wanted to go with that in the music, make it sound like you were in an altered state of mind. So the the piano just piles up in these clouds of notes, um, so that it's very just odd, like you're in a different world. But this is all, you know, I make it sound like I'm solving problems, which is true. But there's free association involved. Like it's not you can get from that that scene to the idea of piano. And clouds of notes, yeah. in in a direct logical way, it just seemed, as I sit at the piano and I play, I think hmm, this might be, you know, yeah, and I go a little farther that way. And I try to, when I'm writing, I'm trying to make sure that there is always this possibility for free association and for random events mm-hmm. and mistakes. Um, you know, I try to. Often when I'm playing, I try to think about something other than what I'm playing. I may stare at the ocean or even read the newspaper. I put the newspaper up on the piano and I'm doing that while I'm playing. And then when I hear my fingers do something that, oh, that's interesting, then I will try to pursue it, kind of try try to chase the idea that isn't necessarily even my idea. It just came from chance. Chance. Well, I think... Or the subconscious. There are any, any number of ways to look at it. You you wrote something uh, about uh, your work on Carol, which is again one of these very subtle films. There is no widely accepted explanation for the importance of music to humans, but one possibility is its ability to express and relieve emotional tensions that can't be put into words. So, as you explored that in Carol, well, um, so 
the situation, Carol, is of a, um, a, a female-female relationship in the 50s when that just wasn't, you know, there wasn't any social acceptance of it. And in fact, the characters never even use the word lesbian. They're so far outside their, um, their realm of experience. They haven't read books about that. They, you know, and even though the character Carol has had um, lesbian relationships, it's just the word doesn't come up and they just don't talk about it in those terms. <clears throat> and um, the younger woman, Therese, who's, she, it's her point of view that we experience in the film. She, um, she also, she's having these feelings, but she has no cultural context uh, for how to express them, uh, identify them, or, uh, or act on them. Um, so for that film, yes, definitely an important part of the music was, um, was speaking for characters who Therese is often just mystified. You see her sometimes, she's fascinated with Carol, but also mystified as to what it means and um, that she is fascinated in this way. And the music is uh, is saying all these things that she can't put together. She uh, she can't express. Um, so, at the same time, I wouldn't say that it's a romantic score. Uh, you know, if you listen to that music, I don't think your first word would be it's romantic, mm-hmm. and you didn't have the film in front of you. Yeah. But um, but when you put the film together with the music, I think it's um, powerfully romantic. It has to do with the, what's not in the film and the music. Providing that, and then the tension between the two, the uh, um, is where the romance comes in. Let's talk about some of those films and how the conversations you might have had with the directors at the beginning of the process, looking at scripts, and um, how you brought that complexity. You know, the different stages. Well, it's um, it's interesting the extent to which. The process is always similar because film follows a certain, you know, um, series of steps where something is written and then they they get a cast and then the film is approved and then they shoot it and then they um, and once it's shot, that's usually when the composer begins to work and and then um, it's edited, the music's added, and that's the film. Uh, so it's a process that's the, sim- the same in a way with all films, but at the same time, every film is really quite different, and I don't find there's any one approach. Um, that works. So, for instance, uh, with Take the Coen Brothers, because we've done, I don't know, what, 13 or 14 films, even though we've done that and we have obviously know each other's working methods very well, still, to a surprising extent, everyone is different. Every film presents its own issues. And um, I'll read the script before they shoot the film and we'll talk about ideas, different approaches, but I don't typically write music until they have shot because until I see the the way the actors have interpreted the script, the way the cinematographers interpreted it. It's, there's so many different ways to shoot a script that I don't find the script is not the film, and I don't find it that helpful to me. So um, I'll, I'll watch the film, and then, as I say, you know, my general attitude is that the music should bring something to the film that isn't already there. For instance, I think in you know, a lot of action films, the music is really there to amplify what you're seeing on screen, you, know, you, know, you intensify yeah. it. That's not typically the way I look at it. Um, so I think when you began and said that I'm adding complexity to the film experience, that's the way I look at it, too. I, I want it to be a rich, complex, um, emotional experience, and not just so that you're not just experiencing one thing at a time, so there, mm. there are dissonances in your 
your mind and your heart. And um, so I'm trying to think of what's not there. And um, and that could have to do with story. For instance, uh, the Coen's and I did a movie called True Grit, where I felt that it's about a 14-year-old girl who goes out into... Um, this lawless territory to try to capture the the guy who shot her father. It's obviously impossible for a 14-year-old girl to do that, but I felt that in the book, the way that it's, the way you, it's sort of explained is that she she's just um, taken on so much church learning, the idea of um, the idea of vengeance and the idea of righteousness are just, are so uh, at the center of her being that that's what lets her do it. So I, my idea to the, as I pitched to the Cone brothers was that it would be nice if the score was based on um, hymns, on um, church music, things, for instance, that she would have heard in the 19th century. And um, uh, and they bought that, that idea. I actually pitched it before they um, went to go shoot. And so while they were off shooting, I was going through 19th century Protestant hymnals and looking for pieces that I thought would be useful. And then this that doesn't answer the whole question you still have to figure out well how are we going to play that are we going to play it like it's really in church like you have a pump organ or and in the end we didn't do that we moved it away from church where it's played with on piano and symphony orchestra so it doesn't sound like church music but the tunes themselves did come from that tradition so that's, that's a film that presented a certain question to me and that was that with the solution but another film like No Country for Old Men in that film the problem was that the tension and suspense of that film, which is the heart of the film, was um, it was aided by silence. The quieter it got, the more you could just hear footsteps on a carpet or something, the more it made your skin crawl. <laughs> and, yes. um, so when you heard music, it always deflated that. It, whenever there was music um, in the film, it actually fought the film. And um, and so there's the, the question, so how are we going to get music into this film when you Whenever we add it, it makes the film worse. Mm-hmm. And the trick there was to fade the music in underneath things like wind or the sound of cars and trucks. So you could never notice the music had arrived, mm-hmm. but it was still there to do dramatic things, but to, to manipulate the audience's emotions. But but you didn't know there was music because when you notice music, it sort of somehow it defeated the reality that the film was trying to create. So anyway, and I could go on and on. Every yeah. film presents its own problems, and um, I do, to a fair extent, consider what I do to be problem solving. I like look mm-hmm. at the film as uh, the issues it presents, the problems, and the opportunities, and then try to find the best way to solve that. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening. <laughs>